Hello there, it's Gareth here, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I hope you are well. So it's Monday, the 12th of December, 2022. It's 10.42 in the morning as I'm recording this. And today is the final episode of this little three-part mini podcast series I've put together on preparing for Christmas. So I'll just review where we're at. You know, we covered off in the first week being prepared physically for Christmas. You know, this is the time of year where we kind of encourage to eat a little bit differently, sweets, more sweets and more kind of sugary things and not maybe do as much exercises because it's cold outside and we think about staying in, watching telly, whatever it might be. But this is a time of year where we can let our physical side slip. And it's I've been encouraging that first episode I did to sort of think about that and say, no, you don't need to do that. Don't mess up what you might have done this year or don't be afraid to start some physical challenge or some physical routine now. It's a good time to do it. And then last week we talked about the mindset of Christmas, how to prepare ourselves mentally for Christmas, what to think about, what to focus on, and also to be prepared. So we, we're making sure we're not getting overwhelmed by things we could have, would have, should have done because we weren't prepared and we didn't have our ducks in a row, to use a, a bit of a bullshit self-development expression. Um, so today we're going to talk about something which I think takes into account both of these things we've talked about previously. And it's the final part of this series and we're going to talk today about emotionally preparing ourselves for Christmas. Christmas is one of those times of year which just has so much emotion attached to it. And for me now, this will be my 52nd Christmas. And for the adult ones I've had, the vast majority of them have been wonderful times. But there have been times when I have experienced things at Christmas which are difficult and emotions that I know other people feel a lot of the time at Christmas. Things like loneliness, the the sense of loss. Uh, maybe we've had Christmases where we expected so much from them and they just didn't deliver. So there's like the anticlimactic emotional side to Christmas. And I'm, I, mean, I still do get that. I've got to be honest. Once it gets to kind of Boxing Day in the UK, and I, and I say in the UK because I know if you're listening in other parts of the world, you don't have the same celebration of Boxing Day we do. But once Christmas Day has gone and you kind of wake up and you kind of think on Boxing Day, oh, it's kind of all over now. It's like all that build-up, all that emotional build-up, all that tension, all that preparation, and it's over. It does feel a little bit like, oh, it's done now, is it? And no matter how many times that happens to me, I still expect it to be different every year. So emotionally, it is a tough time. We have to be aware of the emotions going through us. And we have to be careful that we don't let our emotions run us. In effect, what I'm saying is we can be in control of our emotions rather than our emotions being in control of us. And that is always the most um, effective way to be. And certainly for me, the most empowering place to be where I'm controlling my emotions. And the reason I've left this one till the end is because a lot of our emotions are based on two things. One is how we're feeling physically and the other is how we're thinking mentally. So mindset and physicality do come into our emotions. I'll give you an example. Um, you can't see this because it's a podcast, um, but I've been away for a couple of days. I had um, a little break in Venice. It was only a short break. We were there Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, so three nights in Venice and a couple of days really properly because you know the first day we got there late and then the last day we were there, we came home early. So we had kind of two full days in Venice. And that was my intention to be able to just prepare myself mentally for what's coming up at Christmas, I wanted to have a bit of a kind of a, a time away from work and my laptop and just wanted to focus on enjoying some of the the things there and allow myself to relax and, and to be quite honest, catch up on my sleep. So I came back with some great memories, some great photographs and some great experiences, but I also came back with a bit of a cold. And when I say that, it's like a bit of a sore throat. You might just hear it a little bit in my me, me voice this morning. I'm not quite as 
as light as I normally am. I'm not, I've got quite a high-pitched voice sometimes, but today I feel quite gravelly. got a bit of a Barry White thing going on. And I'm aware that as soon as I start to feel that attacking my body, it affects how I feel. It brings your mood down. It's hard not for that to happen. So almost naturally, when you start to feel under the weather, you start to kind of think under the weather. Well, I don't do that. I'm sat here today, I've got a coat on, a hat, and I'm keeping warm. And today I'm not focusing on the sickness that might be trying to attack my body right now. I'm focusing on the health that's coming. So I'm drinking plenty of water, I'm getting some warm drinks down me, I'm going to be very careful what I eat today, make sure it's all good stuff. So I'm giving my body the nutrients and the, the good things it needs to fight an infection. Okay, so if we're not feeling well, that can affect our emotions because we start to feel down. The same way we're thinking... If we focus on things that don't make us feel good, it'll bring us emotions down. So if you are somebody who doesn't have the best experience of Christmas, and maybe this year is your first year that you're spending Christmas alone, maybe this year you've gone through something like a, a, a breakup of a marriage, a divorce, and maybe this is the first Christmas you're not spending with your kids. I'm aware that some people, many people will be experiencing that, and that's not a good feeling because you'll focus on the lack of, oh, my kids aren't here, my wife's not with me. Maybe this time of year is, is reminds you of people that have gone before you. I know Christmas is always a little bit strange in our household since my dad died in 2008 because he's not there. So that's more acutely felt this time of year is loss, whether that's short loss, you know, only recently or even loss from many years ago. It's always highlighted. And if we focus on that, that again can bring our emotions down. Maybe you've had Christmases in the past when you were younger that weren't the best experience. Maybe you were brought up in a household that was more challenging. Maybe you experienced more negativity at Christmas than some people. So you've got this thing of Christmas being a negative time. And again, when it comes up every year, you focus on that. So again, what's it going to do? It's going to affect you emotionally. And no matter whether, who you are, at the end of it, there's so much almost expectation of Christmas. It's very difficult for it to actually live up to the hype we always give it. Every year I do the same thing. This year is going to be the best Christmas. I come up with little things and ideas to do. And many of those things that I, I sort of intend to do and plan, they're, they're okay, but they're never as good as the things that happen up to the festive time, you know, this sort of early December, mid-December, up to the 25th, that kind of almost happen unplanned. I'll give you an example. Um, while we were in Venice, we were walking past a shop, and Venice looked festive. There were Christmas trees up, but there was... There was, you could, and you went into shops, you could hear some kind of Christmas carols and music being played, but not as big as it is in the UK. And I'm sure if you're in America, it's even bigger because they, they tend to celebrate Christmas in a bigger, badder way. But we in this country tend to celebrate Christmas quite heavily. And in, in, in Venice, not so much. And me and Sue like Christmas songs. And one song that Sue particularly likes, she got me into it. It's by, I believe, um, Jose Feliciano, Feliz Navidad. You might know it. I'm not going to sing it because my voice is rough and I'm garbage at singing. But we walked past this shop. We were just literally walking down this street and there were twinkly lights. And all of a sudden, as we went past this thing, it came on, did Feliz Navidad. And it was like, wow. And we had this like little laugh. And it, it was a right festive moment wasn't planned. You couldn't have planned that. There's no way I could have planned that. But it's those moments, I think, that stand out for me. So what I want to talk about today, first and foremost, is when it comes to Christmas, the best way to not get overwhelmed and become emotionally drained by it is not to give yourself unrealistic expectations. And don't buy into the marketeers telling you you must buy this, get that, do this to have the best Christmas. You know, that is the route to having expectations that can't be met. 
I saw something the other day and it was an advert. I don't have a TV, but while I was going to the airport, I was in Manchester Airport ready to go to Venice and there was an advert coming up on the screen from Apple and it was encouraging you, you know, to buy your loved ones the gift of an Apple. And there were pictures of MacBooks and there were pictures of watches and phones, you know, and they say, if you really, and they kind of, it didn't say it directly, but clearly the tone of the advert was, if you really loved your loved ones, you'd buy them an Apple gift. And I worked out the cheapest thing on that list was a watch. And I think that watch was about 700, 700 quid. And I'm thinking, you know, if you've not got a lot of money this time of year, you might put yourself into debt because you want to, you know, you want to show how much you love your family. That's bullshit. You don't show your family love by giving gifts. Yes, they're nice. We show love for our family by giving them time and, and connection and attention. And that goes for your loved ones as well. You know, I don't have a, a massive family, but I do like to spend some time there around Christmas. But I do have some good friends that I want to spend time with and, and have some festive moment with before the big day. So don't build yourself up into believing you have to buy a lot of stuff, do a lot of stuff in order to have the best Christmas ever. Because that tends to lead to some element of disappointment because it never lives up to that expectation. So emotionally, if it is a time of year you find difficult, I've said your physical body and your mindset are, are very important. It's going to sound obvious, is what I'm going to say, and, and it's going to maybe sound too simplistic, but this works. And the reason I know it works is I use this, not just at Christmas, as much as it can be used this time of year, it can be used any time of the year. If you are focusing on something that doesn't make you feel good, and you do that for any length of time, you're going to feel worse. And the thing we have to do is when we have a thought come into our mind that starts to make us feel emotional, so it makes us feel sadness, maybe anger, um, upset, a negative feeling. If that emotion is felt from a thought, you must change that thought immediately. It's as simple as that. So let's say you maybe hear a song that comes on the radio and all of a sudden it takes you into an emotional sense of, oh, I feel sad because that song reminds me of something sad. You've got one of two things. Either you stop listening to that song and listen to a song that makes you happy, or you think, wouldn't it be interesting if I could listen to this song and actually be happy listening to it? What a great song. It's actually, forget my attachment to it, it's a wonderful song. Our minds are much more powerful and pliable than you might think, but you've got to get into the habit of making that decision because it's so quick. The minute the thought comes in, you sense that first sense of mm, this emotion isn't good, you must change it then. And that's easily or much easier done when you're physically well. So that's why I mentioned first week of this little mini-series, to get yourself physically well. Because if you're physically strong, you tend to be mentally strong. And controlling your mind, um, I often say when I'm working with clients, you know, sometimes your mind can be like a, you know, it's like wrestling a growling dog. You know, it's like this thing that's that's just going mad and you can't control it. You've got to have strong hands to keep a big growly dog under control. Same with that growly mind when it comes up. You must be strong. So physical and mental are tied. So what you focus on, you tend to get more of. Now, if you are somebody this year that tends to sit and not spend time with people at Christmas and, and feel an element of loneliness, you know, there's nothing wrong with you stepping out and spending time and honouring that loneliness. Um, Sue, my partner, I mean, she's... She loves Christmas, does Sue. In fact, today, the Christmas tree's coming. So tomorrow, the Tuesday this week, we're putting the Christmas tree. But she'll do all that. I mean, I won't. I, I put the lights on and I put the, the little sort of star on the top because she can't reach. But other than that, it's her domain. I don't go anywhere near it. She loves to set it up. She loves that. But she often shared with, shared with me a story around Christmas when 
there was a time when she was, I think she'd broken up with her husband and she, was in a, she wasn't in a relationship and she had Christmas Day to herself. And rather than sat at home kind of moping, she went out walking. She tells this story of just walking in this kind of beautiful, kind of very crisp, cool Christmas day. And, she, and she, she's taken me on the walk. She did. It was in a place called Pateley Bridge in North Yorkshire. And she says, I just loved that day. I remember that walk so much, the silence, the peace, with her own thoughts. And she had a lovely Christmas day. No one around, no turkey, none of that stuff. Just time with herself outside. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with spending that time at Christmas. Instead of thinking and focusing on, I haven't got anybody, I feel sad. Think on, well, what does this opportunity of being by myself give me? And it gives you opportunity. I have to tell you, <coughs> excuse me, there are many Christmases when I've had sort of, you know, lots of family members around and I felt, oh, goodness me, I just love, you know, <laughs> love to get out by myself and be on my own today. The thing we find emotionally, it's a strange thing, this with humans. You always walk what you haven't got. If you're single, you want to be in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, you like to be single. This is a strange way our mind works, but it's true. So rather than focusing on the negativity of the situation of being lonely, maybe it's the time to say, do you know what? I'm going to make the most of this year. I'm going to do something. You know, If you have got an experience in the past of Christmas that's negative, maybe you've had... I know some people have some terrible childhoods and the Christmas reminds them of that. You know, They didn't have anything. Maybe there was abuse in the household. Instead of focusing on that... Maybe you start thinking, okay, that's what Christmases were like, and that's maybe what I thought them about. But this year is an opportunity to make Christmas different. I can change my attitude. I can change my thoughts on Christmas, and you can find something to change. If you have a Christmas where you've had great experiences and that, and you've you've had that experience saying, you know, what? I love Christmas. Everything about Christmas, I love. How fantastic that is! And the way we present self emotion there is what you're trying to avoid. Is you're trying to avoid that over-expecting things, and you're also trying to avoid that kind of sense of anticlimactic feel. So again, don't make it a big deal this year. Maybe this year is the year not to go all out on the Christmas luncheons and make yourself ill trying to prepare it. Maybe it's to go simpler. What I'm saying is, there's always a way you can look at a situation in a, in a better light. You've all heard the expression, you know, is the glass half empty, is the glass half full? You know, if you say it's half empty, you're a pessimist. If it's half full, you're a, you're a realist, a positive person. Well, the reality is it's completely full. It's half full of water and it's half full of air. You know, that's the reality. And sometimes when you look at things with reality rather than expectations and sometimes the the perspective we put on it isn't always helpful for us, just change that perspective slightly can change the entire experience you have of anything. Like I say, not just Christmas, any time of the year. You know, and then finally, I think there are people this time of year where this will be the first Christmas without a loved one. <coughs> Excuse me. We have a sore throat this morning, I'm afraid. I remember the first Christmas without my dad, 2008. He died in November, November the 30th, 2008. So the first Christmas we had without dad was was challenging. It was it was it was difficult. But back then, you know, I, I was doing this kind of stuff back then, and I made sure that Christmas that we, although we we had the underlying sadness of dad not being with us, and and that was unavoidable. You know, it would be it would have been very harsh of us. And very, un I suppose, uncaring and, and unfeeling not to have felt that. But what I did is I made sure from the from that year to this, we never do the same things we did with my dad. We don't do things like, oh, remember when we did this with dad? We'll remember him sometimes, but we changed what we did. So maybe if you have got that happening this year, and let's say every Christmas when your dad around, you listen to the Queen's speech, the King's speech this year, or maybe every year he carved the turkey, or you did something, change it. They're not there, and... You must honour that. I think it's right to reflect on those loved ones and, and have that sense of gratitude for them being in your life. But maybe it's a chance to change things and do things in a different way. So you're not comparing. 
you know, I, I could go on a long time about this. There are so many little things you can do to change your emotions around something, but they are in your control. That's what I want you to get out of this podcast today. You can control how you feel. Maybe there's a person that you've got some kind of beef with at the moment, or, you know, I know, I know, I know a few people right now this year that have probably got, the, you know, the last person on their card, a Christmas card list is the wives. And they're specifically mentioning, I'm sure it's the other way around, women and men, but I'm talking about men I know that have maybe got some challenges with their wives or ex-wives. You know, maybe it's the time of year just to think and say, you know what, I'm not going to fall out with them anymore. This is a time when I'm just going to think about the good times and, you know, I'm not going to think about the negative person they've become and the, the static they're giving me at the moment. There's so many things you can do, but it's in your control. Do not be under the illusion that your emotions are something that happened to you and you just have to handle. The fact that happened to you was something to do with your thinking or your physical body. So stay on top of your physical well-being. Make sure you're eating properly, getting plenty of sleep, not going giddy on the chocolates and the booze if that's your thing. You know, spend some time outside, get some fresh air. You know, it is a time of year where we've got little colds and ailments. I'm focused on, I've got one at the moment, I've got a bit of a sniffle, but that will not be, I'm not focusing on being sick. I'm focusing on being healthy, so I'm doing things to make myself healthy. So you should focus on that because if you're physically well, it helps you control that mind. You know that at times the growling dog I talked about earlier on the podcast, if you're strong physically, you can handle that. So what we do with our physical body affects how we think. Those two tied together create what we focus on. Our thoughts become emotions. So any emotion you're feeling is a result of how you physically are right now or what you're focusing on mentally. So if you're not happy with what you're feeling emotionally, change your focus. You can do it at a heartbeat. No matter what you're doing, you can be driving along in your car, not feeling great, bang. Think of something else. You're there. Your focus will change. Something more upbeat comes into your thinking. Your emotions go up. So there you have it. The final of this three-parter. Um, now we're through that. I've got to say I'm mindful that Christmas is not very far away now, less than two weeks. I'm going to be turning this podcast in the next couple of weeks over to planning for 2023. Um, I hope those little episodes I've done around preparing mentally or physically, mentally, and now emotionally are going to help you. Don't overburden yourself with things this Christmas. Don't make big expectations you can't meet. Keep things simple. Look after the way you think. Look after your physical body, and you will experience a great Christmas. And I guarantee this, even if you've not experienced a great one for a while, focus on some good stuff. Take care of yourself physically, and this year will be the year you'll say, you know what, I had a really, really good Christmas 2022, and that'll set you up perfectly for the year ahead. So, any questions, let me know. I will be talking about more uh, goal planning related stuff in the next two podcasts up to Christmas, because I want you to be ready for 2023. And I'm going to say one thing as well on this podcast, I will say it to the end of the year. Um, I've made the decision that I'm going to try to expand the group I have on Facebook. I've been running that group now almost 12 months. It's just a few very, very lovely people in there. I've kept it deliberately small. I want to expand that now. And, and if you listen to me on this podcast, there is something at the moment you can have. If you go to my website, garethboot.com, there's a link on there to a online course, 30 Days to a Better You. I'm giving that away free. I was going to end it last week and, and char charging for it. But you know what? I've decided I'm going to, I want a few more people to take advantage of that. I think it will help you tremendously if you're looking to improve yourself. If you certainly enjoy my podcast, I think you will enjoy that course. And part of that course is entering into a Facebook group. And that's a group where you can be with other people that are trying to improve themselves. And that's my focus in 2023. I want to grow that group and get you all in there, getting clear on what you want, taking action towards you, being resilient when it's tough and having the energy to follow through. It's really something now I'm inviting you to, to take advantage of. 
don't fear it. It's a group full of people in there. We're all quite introverted characters. If you're introverted, it's perfect for you. You know, you'll be looked after in there. It's, it's a nice place to be, but you will get the chance to, to, to be part of a group, which I think will help you tremendously. And things like goal planning, which I'm going to be talking about in the next few podcasts, we cover all that in there and we're there to support you in getting the things you want and becoming the person you want to be, the best version of yourself you can possibly be. So there you go. Have yourselves a fantastic Christmas when it comes along. Be mindful of what I've talked about in the last three podcasts. Listen to them again if you need to. Use the little tools I've given you there. And I guarantee this Christmas will be a good year for you. Right. I will see you next Monday for another podcast. Until then, take care. <laughs>